the key. The key to the awkward ending. Yes. Yeah. Man. <sighs> I don't feel like this was a very awkward intro, though. Like, we're just going. I like that about us. <laughs> I, like, I like that we're just we're just kicking it off. Okay. So I make the cough. <clears throat> I make the pause. Let's be realistic for a minute. Am I cooking, huh? Let me take a look at this, huh? Is this what's happening in professional wrestling, huh? Very cocky. A lot of charisma. The most well-known, the best-looking, the best-dressed. Custom-made clothes. Gold around my neck, Rolex watch around my wrist. My shoes cost more than your house. Drive a Lincoln Continental, a Mercedes, a Rolls, own a Corvette, live in the biggest house on the biggest side of town. Jet airplanes. And I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just died for me to go. Woo! Shut up and sit down. Hello, gamers, friends, family, OTIs, uh, just people. Hello, how are you, people? I hope you're well. This is Coach Mo, Coach Hulk, the big guy, coming to you with PSVG OT episode number 25. The most unpreparedness. Joining me today is my dude Steve Waldinger. You might know him from Comic Prov. You might know him from all the other cool things he does in the interwebs. Steve, how are you, brother? Hey, very good. Thank you. How are you? Man, okay. So last week was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Um, and I was like, you know, wife, I think I think I really want to dive into this PC world. She's like, okay, you know, we'll go down to the Best Buy. We, we've got some money saved up. Let's let's go ahead and let you do this. And I was like, ah, but we're moving into a one-bedroom apartment. Yes, folks, we are moving from a four-bedroom house with two very large dogs into a one-bedroom apartment. And the reason why is, one, I'm cheap. Let's, let's just be real honest. My cheapness is one of the reasons. Number two reason why is I feel like by the declutter of this move, we will be properly set up for whatever the universe has next. So if the universe says, hey, you're going to stay in Orlando for a long, long time. Let's buy a house. Let's do this and this. Hey, let's go. Let's let's make it happen. And so I'm like, you know, in this one-room apartment, I don't think a PC is going to have enough room with the Xbox and the PS4. Like, I just don't know how we're going to make that work. And my wife's like, how about a laptop? I'm like, oh, yes, let's go check out the laptop. So I bought a brand new MSI, Missy. How do you pronounce it, PC people? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I got a brand new laptop, and I literally, it's all I've played with all week. My Xbox has been ignored. My PlayStation already is ignored. Uh, I've just been messing around with this. And so we we're getting ready to start the show, and I could not get this thing to work for the podcast. <laughs> So I'm back on the baby surface, the little guy, um, and I'm just, it's been a fun week. It's been a great week as far as the birthday. How, how's your week been, big guy? You good? Yeah, yeah, all's well. All's very well. Good. So here on the OT, we are a relational podcast. We're here about having conversations and, and working through things and, and just having those great talks. We're also here about being unprepared. So Steve, have I prepared you in any way, shape, or form for today's show? You have not, sir. Good, good, good. Now, Steve, today's 
memory, today's journey is going to be about the biggest misconception you ever had and how you paid it back. So let me, everybody get cuddled in, cozy up to the fire. Today's journey was going to be don't stop believing. (laughs) I'll be okay. All right. Yeah, that'll never happen. I promise you that will never be our journey. So get cuddled in, get you up of the fire, a little cocoa with some marshmallows in there. The imaginary for marshmallows and hot chocolate is dependent on the size of the cup. Normal coffee cup, five. Extra large coffee cup, seven. Just wanted to help you guys out there. (laughs) So my entire gaming life has been on a console. I started off with the uh, 360 and then jumped to PS3. PS3, yeah. Didn't have a lot of Nintendo background, mainly sports games. Things happen. I've told you a story. You've heard it a hundred million times from me. This week, I realized why PC is called the Master Race. I've played WoW and Dota 2, and I've played League of Legends, which I've played on the service before. I've played a bunch of Civilization. I've played all these wonderful games that the PC offers that you can't get anywhere else. But then I played Overwatch. I played Overwatch on the PC. Now, my main character is D.Va. I'm a D.Va main. I'm really good uh, in the mech. Um, I'm pretty dangerous when I get blown up. I'm outside the mech as well. I'll go on on the console. You know, I'll go 15, 20 kills. I think my high is like eight deaths. I think my average is somewhere in the fives. And so I jump on the PC and I go, let me just try this out. I go 28 and no, 28 kills, zero deaths. I wreck shop because part of the problem with Diva is you're not going to get a lot of headshots with that, with that uh, the splatter, the, the area effect of her weapon, but I was wrecking people. And I was like, Oh, oh my goodness. Is this, is this what PC gamers have been talking about? See, I'd never experienced the difference between a mouse and keyboard and my controller until I experienced the difference between playing it for Overwatch and playing it on the console, the, the PSC, the PC. And I realized when I finished the match, I owe PC gamers an apology. I need to apologize for the comments and the jokes that I've made because I I have been misinformed. I did not understand how powerful and wonderful this world is. And guys, I'm in. Like I am, I am in. Uh, We move the day we get to Orlando. I'm starting the idea, the process of my PC build. I'm starting the conversation with Dev. Okay, what do I need? What do I need to step it up a notch? I've already gotten. Uh, the the fancy mouse that Dev picked out for me, and I've already ordered the fancy keyboard he told me to get. I bought a second monitor, and now I've got these two screens that allow me to have one thing on one side while I'm typing up stuff and I'm playing games on the other monitor. It's it's so cool. It's such an amazing little world. And uh, yeah, I didn't know. So PC gamers, I apologize. I apologize for the stupidity. I apologize for the ignorance. And uh, to make amends, I'm going to be giving PC games away. Not here. To my kids. You guys know me. Um, I went and bought a couple of gift cards on Steam. A bunch of, bunch of uh, $20 ones. And I'm going to give them out to some of the PC kids that, that I've maybe I've, I've jabbed and joked with a little over the last three years here 
in San Antonio. I'm going to tell him, you were right. I was wrong. So, Steve, your biggest misconception, and how did you make amends? Go. Um, let's see. My biggest mix- misconception is um, it's all internal to an extent, so I'm not sure if I needed to make amends, but I think I can find a way to make amends if I need to. So this goes back to when I was a kid. And this might not be my biggest misconception, but it's it's the one that popped into my head when you said this. And uh, so, you know, it's like an improv. You get the suggestion, you got to run with it. Even um, So I'm running with it here. So I, I'm a little kid, and I'm watching Sesame Street, and I see the kids burst in, you know, they just burst into song. There's no music, there's no band on stage, yet music just magically accompanies the kids when they go sing. So I assumed that that's just how it works. Like if I wanted to sing a song at any point in time, music is just going to magically accompany me. So I'm in my living room. I'm ready to sing a song. I start singing. There's no music, nothing. It's just my, my little kid voice singing, which I don't know. Um, I don't have a, you know, this, my, my, imagine my voice is a little kid, you know, so it's okay voice, but you know, if I'm singing acapella, you know, it's, it's not working. I'm like, Hey, where's the music? The kids get it on the TV. Why don't I get music? So I think that that was my biggest misconception is that the kids on the TV get music and I don't. So, um, I guess to make amends, oh yeah, I guess I can make amends out of this to make amends. Many years later, I decided to write for the TV so that I can write the songs and the music that the kids are going to sing on TV, along with other funny things and so forth like that. I don't, I, I don't know how to respond to that other than <laughs> I, I wish the music did come with you. I'm so sorry, man. Like I would be living a whole completely different life <laughs> if that would have happened. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. It's okay. It wasn't meant to be. That's okay. So this, I've learned. To, I've learned it with it. But thank you for your sympathy. I do appreciate it. Sesame Street taught me a lot of things that I found out weren't true. Like, just because you want to be like Oscar the Grouch, do you know it's frowned upon to sit in, sit inside a dumpster can? Like, yeah, really. Heavily I mean, frowned upon. TV makes it look so fun, but yeah, in real life, there's disease and vermin yep. yep. and oh, so many bad things. I, I used to think I was helping my youngest sister out. I'd, I'd you, know, you know put her in and say, "Hey, there you go, Oscar. Enjoy, live your life. Be you. Be you." Because she was kind of a she was kind of a grumpy kid. I thought, you know, I'm helping her out, and then I'm the one getting yelled at. I'm getting yelled at for for trying to be a good friend. You know, being a good brother. But it is what it is. Now I'm thinking of the scene in Pineapple Express. Uh, I never actually saw the movie, but I remember it from the trailer because it was like in all the trailers. Like uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco are on the run, and James Franco dives in a dumpster. And Seth Rogen's like, "Hey, what are you doing, man?" He's like, "Dude, I'm, I'm hiding in the dumpster." He's like, "No, don't hide in the dumpster." He's like, "But I'm already in here." And you know, I don't. But it's only because yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a. It's weird how how quickly movies are kind of forgotten. That when did this movie come out? Maybe I want to say at least five years ago now, maybe even longer. <laughs> and it's sad that it's not an old movie, but yet it seems like an old movie. Hmm. Yeah. I, again, you're talking, I'm the wrong audience. I don't have yeah. the ability to like, quick call the movie stuff. Now I will say the one time that I feel like 
the the biggest misconception that I had when I was like little, when it comes to, like that kind of stuff, was for the longest time, dude. I was trying to do that gummy bear bounce <laughs> because I wanted to dunk, and so I would eat. I'm not. I'm not lying. I'm t- I would eat any berry I get my hands on. Right. I would just eat berries off of random things. And one day I found out there are a couple of berries that grow in bushes. You're not supposed to eat because they're uh, what they call poisonous. And they, I'm talking wrecked me, like destroyed me, like yeah. in the hospital, dehydrated type deal. And everyone's like, what are you doing, you idiot? And I'm like, guys, I want to dunk. Okay? <laughs> I want to I want to rise up to the stars. <laughs> I, if I if I got to eat some berries, dude, I'll do it. So then they had to sit me down and explain to me how the gummy bears weren't true. And I was like, what? What? That's not a lie. <laughs> I thought if I ate the bear, they tell you you have to be a cartoon bear for that to work. Well, again, I was a I was a large kid, so you know me and bears never had them. wasn't a big deal. I I fit in great. <laughs> oh man, this is fantastic. <laughs> now, before we move in, I've, I've got three questions for tonight. One student, one I had two wonderful people uh, send some to us online because uh, again, I took Friday off. Okay, I took Friday off from work. Um, I did a bunch of stuff I had to for my new job. Got that knocked out. But uh, yeah, because I took the day off, I wasn't able to get all the student questions. And so I've only got one student question, but I've got two from other people. But before we, we move on, have you heard about this bet that we've got going on at PSVG right now, this wager? Uh, it's between Dev and uh, the boss man, Don. It involves. I think it was uh, mentioned. If you're talking, I think it was mentioned last week. The Marvel one with all the movies. Um, repeat it, but I believe I, I, I think I'm a little familiar with what you're talking okay. about. So, Boss Man Don, he's a he had to watch all the Marvel movies from start to Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. He has to take a little que- a little test, little quiz action, and if he gets. I don't remember what the passing number was. I want to say it's got to be at least 60 or better. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm not hundred percent. So he's got to do like 60 or better. So he does 60 or better. Dev has to buy a switch, the worst console on the planet. I'm not a switch fan. Don't enjoy it. It's not. Okay. I love the idea of the technology, but there is not a game on the switch that I enjoy. Okay. Uh, I've purchased, I want to say 25 games on the switch. All 25 swings and misses, ah, except for one. I like the Skylander Imaginator, but I like that game on every console. So, I mean, it's not a fair. Yeah, but even still, one out of 25 isn't a good percentage. Yeah. I, I didn't like the, the Legend of Zelda. I didn't like the the Mario Kart was fine. It's the same as the Wii U, but I, I don't dream about playing it. I'd rather play Forza. Um, so, what I was going to ask you on this, what kind of questions do you think would we need when, when the, the boss man Don's being tested to really find out if he was paying attention to those movies. Cause here's the thing I could sit down and watch all of the Harry Potter movies in a night, but I, I, I bet I would put money down that I wouldn't be paying attention. You know what I mean? I'd be on my phone. So like they're talking two questions per movie. I feel like these questions have got to be some in-depth stuff, man. You know what I mean? So I think what you do, you start, you know, like every, like most, you know, tests, you start easy and work your way to the hard questions. Um, but with, the, I mean, Dev's going to be stuck buying a $300 table weight if he doesn't, you know, if, if Donnie gets all these easy one hitters. Gotcha. And yeah, yeah. We so don't want that. I'm thinking if it's me, if I'm writing these questions, I'm looking at like some in-depth analysis 
of things that were like huge plot points, <laughs> but how they would connect with the overall story arc. Like, how would you, like, so you're thinking, how do you write one question that does all that for a movie? You know what I mean? And so you and me being two pretty big Marvel buffs, I would say like, as far as the Marvel universe is, is concerned, I would put myself in the top five of the people I know as far as comic knowledge. Yeah, it's as if we hosted a comics podcast uh, sometime back where we talked various comics, including a lot of Marvel. So, I mean, I would put you above me all day. Like, I would say you're easily, I would say you're like probably level number number three on my list. Okay. So, you you as being one of these comic guys that I, I aspire to be someday so that I can, you know, have a battle of the wits and actually know some of the stuff you're talking about. As you were talking about a girl last time who had to talk backwards, I had no idea who that was. Oh, no. she's a DC character, Zatanna. That's okay, that's why. <laughs> like I had no idea. I was like, who is this? I don't know. <laughs> that's not Squirrel Girl. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> let's say we're we're gonna take let's take the uh, a non-Marvel movie. To, to work on this question. Um, let's do, uh, what was one of the DC ones? Wonder Woman. What question would you ask to boil that whole movie down for someone who casually watched it? You <laughs> well, know what see, I mean? If you don't want the person to pass, you can make it this like college level, like essay question, like um, list 33 ways that Wonder Woman breaks down the tropes of traditional filmmaking. <laughs> See, I don't think they're going to do anything like that. Now, I would die. I would laugh so hard if someone wrote a question like that for Donnie for this test. But I, I have a feeling if it's if it's multiple choice or true false, I'm going to be super bummed out. Like I feel yeah, like I think, I think yeah, you can't do multiple choice. I think that's too easy. Um, the reason I did so well in the SAT and the ACT is because I dominate multiple choice. Like I'm, it's one of my gifts. So let's see. Let's let's maybe work with. Well, yeah, I know you weren't crazy about it, and I had my issues with it too. Um, but maybe work with Thor Ragnarok for a sec here. No, see, I don't want to give anything away for Donnie listens oh, right, to the right, show. Right. Yeah, well, so if we if we do well. anything, I don't want I don't want the boss man Don to go. Oh, gotcha. that's, a, that's a great idea. So I feel like if we mess with the DC stuff, there's nothing he can do. All right, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, back to Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, well, Wonder Woman. It, what, let's see. I was say Wonder Woman's like the good DC movie. Although you liked Justice League, and we t- we um we talked about that on, on Nate's That's Entertaining podcast. Um, it wasn't my cup of tea. Justice League. It had its moments, but I wasn't all that into it overall. And you 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 took to it. Um, let's see, Wonder Woman. Let's um, who? Let's see. I think you know you do the base. Uh, do you see how hard this is yeah exactly right and here's the thing so we're asking kevin the 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 second in charge for the psvg the guy who literally is like wicked busy like that was a boston reference kevin you like that you like how i dropped the wicked bomb in there big guy (laughs) sorry um (laughs) i'm nodding i'm nodding in approval you can't see me, but I'm not in approval. So the guy who's like, dude's so busy. He's such a busy guy. You're asking him to write two questions per movie. You know what I mean? I, I I'm thinking he's gonna need he's gonna need a little little army man involved in this. He's gonna need some people doing some work because uh, <laughs> I'm just I don't want this to be easy. 
I don't want I don't want Boss Man Don to walk in thinking it's a, a test in, in Oh you could do it as an Easter egg hunt. Oh that'd be funny. I would enjoy that. Find you the Easter find egg. all the in-depth Marvel stuff. The stuff that yeah, maybe it leads to a future movie, maybe it's a obscure character. Yeah, have them find have them find like X amount of Easter eggs. I wish the TV shows would have been part of the bet. I feel like that would have been better. Because ah, that, yeah. that Agents of Carter, man, season one is banging. I'm a big Agents, fan. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or, or Agent Carter? Agent Carter. Nice. I, lo- I loved Agent Carter season one. Season two season two was fine. It wasn't phenomenal, but it was fine. Um, but I, I loved that thing. Man. I wish they wouldn't have canceled it. That was a banging, banging. I think show. I do have it. I'll give you an offline question that might that could be a stumper. Ooh, like it. Like it. All right. Well, now that we've uh, dove into that for a minute, um, let's go ahead and get into our, our mailbag. Um, now, the first question we have comes from one of our loyalists of listeners, and she wants to know if you could have one day, one day to dedicate towards this podcast, what would be different? For me, I would have some of the cool little sound effect things set up. So when like I told one of my super funny jokes and I explained how funny it is, I would be like, and they would push the noise and there'd be like the the fake laughter. I think that would be pretty sweet to be able to do, but that's a lot of work. And as we hear the most unpreparedness of podcasts, I don't know if that follows it. Then we'd have to become like the most prepared podcast. And I don't, I don't have time for that in my life. (laughs) So if you had a full day, to work on this podcast, let's say you were, you were hosting Steve, what would you bring to the table? Big guy. I think I would, the only thing I think I would do is I would get us together in person. Um, in case you don't know, um, no, me and Mo have never physically met. Um, we've met, we met through a mutual friend. Um, we both, um, uh, when we, we brought us together to host the uh, league of entertaining gentlemen and um, me and Mo instantly hit it off. Um, but yeah, we've never, he's always been in Texas. I've always been in California. Now he's going to Florida, but I'll still mm-hmm. be in California. So that's what I would, I would either, I would, uh, I would assu- I'm gonna take some liberties here. I'm gonna assume by having all day to prepare the podcast, that means I have um, a pretty hefty budget to play with. So I'm, gonna I'm, gonna gu- fly- I'm guessing so. Yeah, I'm gonna fly, <laughs> I'm either gonna fly Mo out here or I'm gonna fly out there and, and then, uh, and then just the magic of, of being in the same room together physically, I think we'll just like bring a, bring the podcast to like the unseen level. Like you didn't know the podcast could get, could get to this level, but then it's like, Oh crap, it got there. How about that? And the cool thing about that, Dev's only like two hours North of you. That's right. Yeah. And I love highway one one Does, does one one go that far down? Does it go all the way to LA? Uh, yes, yes, it does. Yeah, it's one of our major freeways. Uh, one of my favorite highways on this earth. One of my favorite. So little known fact about the coach. Uh, I actually had an official visit down at UCLA a long time ago, long time ago for football. And I chose to drive down with two friends instead of flying the way I was supposed to. Horrible decision. California is a very long state. But one of the most enjoyable trips of my life, just fell in love with 101. So if you've never done it, you know, going up there through uh, Eureka 
uh, Reading, all those wonderful places. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, no, it'd be great. We all three get to be together and could knock this stuff out. And you guys could take me to the best taco places in uh, the, the LA. Yes. I, I'm always down for a good chicken taco. That's, uh, that's my comfort food. And everybody knows that. Hard shell, chicken taco, light lettuce, normal cheese. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm already scheming. <laughs> All right. Now, I went on the Twitter. Uh, because I was gone, I was missing a couple of things. We got one person who direct messaged back. It was PT, producer Tyler, and his thing hey. was, Steve, do you have any questions for me? Was do what I? he asked. So I'm going to give you a minute to think about that, and I'm going to go into the DML bag, the, the DIMS bag. Oh, I just created something new, Steve. Did you hear the DIMS bag? I like it. <laughs> blapping up out of control. So from the Tim's back, our wonderful question um, comes from one of my coaching buddies, Coach Ty, a really good guy. Okay. Um, I, I believe it's pronounced Ty at the end. It's T-A-I. Um, if I'm mispronouncing that, dude, you go ahead and let me know. Okay. If I'm not saying it right. But he wants to know, how do you handle being in two different worlds? Um, so coach, what I do is I love gaming, but this is something that I only get to do from a certain period of time to a certain period of time. So when it comes to playing video games or writing about games, I have an, I have a chunk, an hour or two knocked out every night dedicated toward that. Sometimes coaching comes first. It then it, then it does. Okay. Uh, my first year here in Texas, I literally was sleeping in my office. Okay. I was just, there wasn't enough hours in the day, which meant I was playing less and less video games. Um, but when you have that balance and you're able to, it works out real good. So let's go with you, Steve, uh, living in two worlds. Um, let's go with, you know, comics and movies. Cause those are two things you're very passionate about. How do you balance the two? Um, well, my, my joke answer is that I, um, I pull a Hannah Montana basically. I uh, have a separate person. Oh, because it's, it's the both worlds. No. Exactly, yes. Um, but yeah, I think with um, with comics and movies, I um, the um, with comics, those those come out Wednesdays. So I, um, I'll get them Wednesday. I, I used to. I'm a little bummed I don't get to do this as much as I used to. But I remember for a long while, New new comics come out every Wednesday. I would go to the comic book store every Wednesday. And I would read all my comics that day, no matter how many I got. Um, but now I've taken it. Uh, I don't read them right away all the time. Sometimes I'll let them sit for a couple days. Um, but I generally will read them before the next Wednesday. Um, with movies, I I sometimes like to get right in and see them. But sometimes I like to wait. If I if I'm seeing it for a podcast, though, then I definitely um, will make sure to squeeze in the movie as soon as possible. Like, oh, when we recorded the Justice League podcast that I mentioned a few minutes ago uh, that we did on Nate's That's Entertaining podcast, I had to. I didn't have my movie pass at the time, so I was. Um, I went to go to a theater to see it. Somehow, it was sold out at this theater, which like threw me for a complete loop. And I did not want to pay all that much to see Justice League. So I found a theater that was screening it for cheap. 
and it was on the other side of town. So I was like, well, I got enough time. I'm doing it. So I drove to the other side of town to see the movie. And I was all set to do the podcast. And then somewhere along, it got pushed back like a day or two, two days it got pushed back. So, but that's uh, basically, I just, when I have, when I have something pressing, I, I make sure I carve out the time. Like if I have a, uh, if I have to write a comic, it's like, okay, I'm, um, I'm going to go to my writing nook and I'm going to write this comic. Nothing's I just shut off everything. And I, I focus on that. And then if I have to, you know, see, watch a movie or something like that for a podcast or whatever, then I, I, I just, I go to a separate area and I, I, I do that. Huh. See, yeah, I think, I think the balance is like what you're saying is, is very big. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our next question, yeah. <laughs> our next one, um, come, he said he didn't want to be named. So I feel like I'm going to honor it. I kind of don't want to, but I'm going to do it. Um, with the Portland Trailblazers losing to the New Orleans Pelicans 4-0 in a complete sweep, would you call it the worst 3-6 matchup in recent history in the NBA. <sighs> yes, my Blazers lost. Wait, um, you got that as first fan? No, no, no. So I, I think we've told it on here a couple times. I am a Chicago fan for baseball, hockey, football. However, back in the early 1990s, I watched Clyde Drexler just give it to Jordan. Now that that's my that's my Trailblazers is Clyde Drexler, and uh, I became a Blazer fan, and I've been a Blazer fan ever since, even through some really bad times. And uh, I've gotten to watch the Blazers play the Spurs a couple of times and made some enemies, and it's been been pretty fun. But I'm not going to say that my Blazers being a three seed losing to the six seed was the worst, and here's why. I feel like if you're looking at the uh, overall standings, there was like three games, maybe two games separating that three and that six seed. Okay, it wasn't much. I'm also going to point out that right now, Anthony Davis is playing basketball on a whole nother level. And I'm literally thinking they're going to not, maybe not sweep Golden State, but they have a chance to win that series. And for the longest time, we thought Golden State was untouchable. He is playing bananas basketball and so even though you're trying to throw a little shade my way you're trying to mess with me get me off my my my, uh my nice normal coach moeyness i'm not gonna throw it back i'm just gonna say no it was not the worst steve blazers pelicans the sweep how do you feel what do you think i agree definitely not the worst the west is overall they tend to be uh a stronger conference than the east and like you mentioned, oh, there there wasn't that many games separating the two. So yeah, not it's just the way the 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 seedings fall that it's three and six. But really, there's only a handful of games separating them. So yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Steve, as producer producer Tyler PT said on the Twitters, do you have any questions for me? Do you have any curveballs you want to toss my way? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. Well, bring um, it, sir. Now, this is a, a follow-up to a question I asked you two weeks ago. So on uh, when I asked you two weeks ago, I had I mentioned the article I'd written for uh, That's Entertaining, um, .net, about how I made a team, a baseball team, out of uh, Star Wars characters. 
and the the goal of this team was to be able to compete with um, teams like a team consisting of Justice League members, a team consisting of X-Men members, and a team consisting of Avengers members. And I, I asked you the question, I let you pick any universe, and you picked the Marvel universe. Um, I'm going to ask you that question again, but this time, since this is uh, for the PSVG uh, uh, podcast, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a member of the PSVG podcast, I, I want you to make this baseball team. This team has to com- uh, be able to compete with the Avengers, the Justice League, the X-Men, and, um, and the Star Wars universe. I want this team to consist of all video game characters. Ooh, okay. I need I need a catcher. I need somebody solid. Um, I'm gonna go with the guy from Splinter Cell. I don't know his name. I just know the character, and I've played a couple of games. Uh, he's pretty quick on his feet, moves side to side. So there's my catcher. You need a giant first baseman. You just need a mammoth of a person. Uh, I'm gonna go with Kratos on that because uh, I just got done playing a little God of War the other day. Uh, good game, not great, but good. Um, enjoyed enjoyed what I played so far. Um, I would need an outfield with some speed, so I'm gonna go with Sonic the Hedgehog in center. Um, nice. I don't know. I don't know what his hops are. I, th- I think I believe he can jump. I'm not 100 percent sure on the Sonic. I don't know the Sonic lore, so but I'm gonna I'm gonna guess he can cover a lot of ground. Um, on both sides of him, though, you want to add a little bit, you know, to it. So I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm going to go with the T-Rex from Lego Jurassic Park. Nice. My left fielder. Um, my right fielder then will be Tracer um, from Overwatch. I think with her speed, she would be pretty decent. Uh, that being able to jump around and in and, and, and right, you know, you're not going to see as many, as many balls you will in left and center. Um, that leaves me with my infield and a pitcher. Hmm. Let's go second base would be Mario. It's an easy position, something he won't be able to mess up. He should be able to, <laughs> he should be able to scoop it up. And, and you know, he only has one button, so he should be able to go side to side pretty well. Um, I'm going to go at third, the My Player created character from Sunset Overdrive. Um, he has a really sweet ability to, to like, skate back and forth and grind on things. I'm going to use that ability to cover uh, the hot corner. Nice. Uh, shortstop, I'm going to go with Michonne from Telltale's The Walking Dead video game. Uh, mm. She's just a crazy, amazing character. She's got a strong arm from wielding that machete, so I'm going to believe she can scoop that and make that throw. And I need a pitcher. I need a fastballer. I need somebody who's got something, something to prove. So I'm going to go back to Overwatch. And my starting pitcher will be Junkrat. I feel like nice. with his nastiness, some good things are going to come. So that's that's my team. Excellent. <laughs> All right, man. So, how much actual baseball have you are you watch right now? You watch a lot of baseball. Got a lot of baseball I, in the. I um, I love the Pittsburgh Pirates, and okay. uh, we, we got off to a hot start, but this week hasn't been the. Uh, the most fun week for us. Uh, we lost two out of three at home to the Rockies. Um, and aside from scoring 10 runs in our win, we haven't scored that many runs this week. And uh, so far, 
we've lost, uh, I think we've lost three straight to Philly. Um, I was hoping we could split. It's a four-game series in Philly. And so far, well, no, let's see, wait. Friday, I think it's, I forget, um, a little hazy. So I'm, I'm not watching all the baseball because I, I, I forget if they played Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, all I know is so far the Pirates have lost, uh, have not won any games in Philadelphia. So I'm, I'm, I'm a hair worried, but play it super, you. super early. So, yeah, my Cubs is not playing real good. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of defense and a whole lot of pitching. Like we're just, yeah. we're not, we're not doing all things we're supposed to be doing. And I think the problem is the heart and soul of our pitching room, like of, of that core was Arietta. And so now somebody else has to come in and be the leader. And I just don't think we have the guy yet who's going to get the troops rallied. And, you know, when you're having a bad day, who's willing to call you on your crap and be like, no, you know, you need to tell somebody. Um, they're not playing good ball. They're not playing good ball. But hopefully, you know, it changes. Schwarber and Javi, God, those guys are – those bats are fire. They're yeah, I have Bob Baez on my, one of my fantasy teams, and he's – he's yeah, Ooh. exactly. He's scorching right now. Yeah, he's, he's playing some real good baseball. So, all right. Um, now we get to my favorite part, the game of the year part. And uh, so for me, it's game of the year. For you, it's it's movie or comic of the year we're, we're rolling with. And um, so I'm going to go first this time, Big Steve. And the reason why my game of the year is called I Hope. I thought, I thought it would be God of War. But God of War had a couple of things I wasn't a big fan of. Um, just some really repetitive dialoguing battles and, and it's little stuff, but it's just not for me. And again, I've only played an hour and a half, maybe two. I think I actually streamed it for the, the play some video games account. I think that's mine. Uh, it's like the first hour in there. I'm not hundred percent. I'm not hundred percent. I think I did it. It was, it was very late, I believe. And so, but we turn around and, um, I've also played Dota two and I've played Overwatch on the PC now. And I've, 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 dove in into all these games on the PC that I've never played before, and a lot of them are good, but they're not game of the year good. Now, I Hope is. I Hope is a story of two, I'm going to say mythical creatures battling against a really bad monster. It's shading is off. It's a little wonky control-wise. It's got some issues. However, the underlying story, it's, it's about a family going through cancer. Like, Hmm. And the moment you realize the monster is called cancer and the way that the monster works and the way the levels are designed, first you have to get knowledge to understand how it's doing what it's doing and how you're going to beat it. And it's such an incredible, amazing game from that standpoint that for somebody who's had to deal with the ugliness that is cancer, so I, I don't talk about it a lot, but my buddy Kalani uh, a long time ago, he was my hero. And uh, when I was um, I was in high school, Colin was a year older than I am, and, and we, he went down and he got a full-ride scholarship to play football. And uh, I wanted to be like Kalani when I grew up, right? And uh, I, I finally get to my school, and I'm having my freshman year, and I get a phone call from his mama, and his mama just says, hey, uh, Kalani's coming home. I'm like, what, what happened? Did he get hurt? Um, Kalani has cancer. I was like, what? This guy never smoked, he doesn't drink, he never partied, never did any of this stuff, but he's got cancer spreading all over his lungs. So I started growing my hair out for Locks of Love. Um, there's a couple of pictures that I think people can see. They're, they're all over um, from like my college days. And uh, I've got long hair. 
and I grew up for months to love. Well, Kalani passed away. He, uh, he, he fought the good fight for about two years and gave all he had. Very sorry to hear. Uh, it's okay. This is 10 years ago, man. Or, but once I saw what I hope was trying to do, I was like, yes, this is a story. I'm all in guys. I'm all in. And uh, it's incredible. It's really well done. Um, I think, you know, if it wasn't that huge emotional attachment that I had once they named the monster cancer, I would never give this game a second thought. But because they did, this game got two, three, four hours out of me. And I've loved every minute of it. So if you look it up, it's on uh, Xbox Live. I don't know if it's on anybody else's. Uh, I don't know where else it's out. Uh, but it's called I Hope. And uh, I love it to pieces. It's really, really good. So on a lighter note, hopefully, Steve, <laughs> movie or comic of the year so far, what's been you know just the awesome experience for you? Well, I've already mentioned Squirrel Girl numerous times on the podcast. The only little quick shout out I want to give to Squirrel Girl um, that I haven't mentioned is I just found out with this last issue that came out that um, the regular series artist, Erica Henderson, this is her last issue um, for the foreseeable future as the, uh, the main artist. She'll still be doing the covers, but a new artist is going to take over. And um, she, it, uh, she shared, you know, just how great an experience has been working on the comic and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a bummer to hear that. I'm happy for her. She's got some other amazing opportunities coming her way, but yeah, it's a bummer that when I pick up next month's squirrel girl, once I get past the cover, it's not going to be her art in there anymore. So um, I want to give her a quick shout out, but I'm uh, my comic of the year. I'm going to go with uh, my boy Spider-Man. I'm going to go with the amazing Spider-Man. Um, because of another run that's coming to an end. This one has been a long run. Uh, Dan Slott uh, took over the writing duties of Spider-Man. I don't even remember the year. Um, I'm, it might have been as far back as like 2008, 2009, maybe somewhere around there, give it's or like, take. Like 10 years almost. At least, yeah, yeah. And he's been writing um, The Amazing Spider-Man um, for a very long time it, it went through a lot of a lot of different things for a while they went um forget if they went weekly or bi-weekly but they were on an insane schedule and they kept it up really well it went through a lot of fun stuff um the superior spider-man dance lot wrote that um where doc Octop dr octopus uh took over uh he switched places with peter parker so um dr octopus actually became spider-man and nobody was aware of what happened because he was Dr. Octopus in Peter Parker's body. And so, you know, he tried to be, he tried to live up to the Spider-Man mantle, but he was doing it in a very Dr. Octopus way. And that was a very, uh, I love that. I love that approach. It was a great comic. Um, and then Spider-Man, of course, you know, comes back because, you know, you generally, you have to at some point. Um, and yeah, it's been a good run, but his, his runs coming to an end with Spider-Man number 800, which comes out, I believe next month. And um, the story is ap aptly, this, the fi his final storyline is aptly named Go, Go Down Swinging. And this arc has been, um, it's been a great, it's been a, it caught the comic world off guard because um, issue 795 was, became, was like a really hot issue. That's the first issue that, um, actually 794 was the first issue where Norman, Norman Osborn got the carnage um, symbiote 
And so now he's the Red Goblin. And uh, it was teased in 794, but 795 is where like everything comes together. And so that issue was like insanely hot. I haven't been able to find a first print anywhere. Um, but yeah, he's made it. His whole run has been incredible. And he's literally going down swinging with this last story. I'm going to miss Dan Slott writing Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man Spider -Man is, of course, as I've mentioned, I'm sure a time or two here. He's my all-time favorite uh, superhero and Dan Slott brought a great energy a great life to Spider-Man so I'm sad to see him go but he's he's gonna do some more wonderful comics and uh and yeah we'll see what happens next in Spidey's world I'm sure it's gonna be great I'm sure it's gonna be amazing <laughs> Miles Morales all day like that's all to say best better just saying maybe not <laughs> okay. I've only read like four comics with Miles Morales in it because Hulk ran them. Ah. Um, <laughs> there, so. yeah. I have to, I should dig, uh, one of these days I'll dig up a list of Spider-Man Hulk team-up comics you should, you should read. I, I'm always down. I'm a big Hulk fan, so I'll, I'll read whatever he's in. So do you have any more questions, any more curveballs you want to throw my way, or are we ready to wrap this bad boy up? I think we're ready to wrap up. All right. So gamers, make sure you shout out and say thank you to Steve. People. Make sure you give Steve a shout out. Friends and family, make sure you give Steve a shout out. Students, make sure you give Steve a shout out. Steve, as all these wonderful, interesting, amazing listeners that I've just named off are going to give you a shout out, sir. Can you tell them where to find you? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I thank you in advance for your shout out. I want to give you all a shout out. You're all awesome. Um, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram uh, at Steve Waldinger, that's S-T-E-V-E-W-A-L-D-I-N-G-E-R. And I have two uh, quick things I'm going to plug, which I plug every time I'm on here. The first is called Comic Prov, where uh, my artist friend and I, Lady Beaver, we make live improvised comics starring you. So if you want to be drawn in a comic, we will do that we will do that very thing for you. It's improvised. So we'll take whatever suggestions you want in there. And then from there, um, Lady Beaver will draw the comic. I won't see what she's drawing until she's completely done drawing it. Once she's done, I fill in the words without her having any idea what I'm going to write. And then we, once we're completely done, then we both see the finished product and uh, everybody um, enjoys it because it just it's a phenomenal process we get so many fun idea uh, suggestions when we uh, do these for people and uh yeah they the energy it brings to it is just so fantastic it's so much fun for her to draw and it's so much fun for me to write and they have a great time reading it um if you want to be drawn in a comic like that you can uh uh go to our website for more information comicprov.com that's c-o-m-i-c-p-r-o-v and we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at ComicProv. Then my last plug is um, for the podcast I co-host with my buddy Chris called the Episode One Podcast. Uh, we take a look at the first episodes of uh, new TV shows, and then we we break them down. We unfairly judge the whole series based on this one episode and see if we're going to continue watching or if we're just going to call it quits after one episode. Our most recent episode that's out right now is Krypton on, sci on the Sci-Fi Channel, which is a story about uh, Superman's grandfather. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at episode one pod. Um, 
If you are on Apple Podcasts, we have a direct link to find us there. It's tiny.cc slash episode one. And if you're not there, that's okay. You can find us on whatever uh, Instagram, whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, Just search for us, episode one podcast. Um, We're also, we have a direct link. You can go to episode one pod dot libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Dude, you're so you're crushing it. Just doing (laughs) the big stuff, man. Now, I actually had something that I wanted to share today, um, but I couldn't make it work. So we're going to share it next week. And why do I do that? Why do I set up and tell you about it when it didn't happen? I don't know. It's just something I do. <laughs> well, it's building intrigue. Now everybody's like, what is it? I'm wondering what it is. Respect. Yeah, you got you to build the intrigue, guys. That's what we're doing here. Now, you can find me at the Coach Hulk um, almost everywhere on the Twitters, on the internets, on the uh, the Xbox and, the, and all that stuff. Um Got a couple things that we've just been writing and working on. Um, almost, almost ready to put some stuff up back on the site. Thank you guys for all the great comments I got on my last piece. Really appreciated that. I got two really cool messages, and I really appreciate that. But there was one thing that I was asked about two, three, four times the last couple of days, and I just want to let people know. Um, I was asked basically – why doesn't PSVGOT have its own Twitter or its own marketing? Why aren't we pushing it out for the masses for everybody to know, hey, come follow us the way that the other cool PSVG uh, podcasts do? Well, reason is I'm old. I'm tired. And I'm <laughs> moving. And I'm not trying to sign up for that. I don't, I don't have time in the day. Again, I, I live a life of moderation. And I moderately choose when to spend my time doing what. And I don't got time to be on my phone doing that stuff. But here's the thing. I understand that we have some wonderful people. We have the Chaff, okay? We got the DC, the Delvin Cox. We have these wonderful people in our community who I love and adore and I'm so grateful for. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work it out. And we're going to find a way to make it so we can talk to you more, okay? And uh, when we come up with it, we'll share it out. But thank you guys so much for all the comments and the love and, and the hitting us up. I appreciate you. You are very, very loved. And I'm very, very grateful that I met you in this whole big world of the internet. So with that, it's Steve and Coach saying have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the show. And that's game over. Oh, I have to push the stop button. <laughs> This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Find more great content at PlaySomeVideoGames.com.